My trip to Italy got canceled today. Oh, bummer. Well, at least you have better coffee here. Oh I mean, I'm definitely going to cut out a lot of that conversation because some of that stuff maybe we don't want to be saying. Because, you know, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But welcome to Dear Elite Reviewer. I'm James. And I'm Amy. And today we have a another very special guest because, you know, we always talk about food and restaurants and, you know, like people who hate and love food and all that. But today it's a completely different category. I'd say this is the ball's more in Amy's court this time than mine. Uh-oh. And I'm so terrified. Why? I you're a shoe person. And I need to <laughs> up my sneakerhead game. I think you're the shoe person. Uh, this is by default, though, because I was forced into it. And you are? I am Caroline. From? Sneaker City. S- Seattle Sneaker City. Seattle Sneaker City, yes. Because there's another Sneaker City, isn't there? There is a Sneak City. Oh, Sneak City. That established in August of 2020. Wow. So should we go jump them or what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I say imitation is the best form of flattery. That's true. true, true and so true. everyone thinks that we are the same company. I just feel bad for everybody that brings in 20 pairs of sneakers thinking that I'm not going to drop some cash and give it to them. And I'm like, sorry, bud. Find I'll out what size shoes. they are and then you can give out my home address <laughs> if it's appropriate. Wait, do uh, does Sneak City take shoes? Yeah, they, they're oh, a buy-sell trade. So oh. they don't have accounts, I don't think, with any of them. So they Oh, they're, con- they're like shoe consignment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just, or I guess, yeah. So essentially, well, I'll do some consignment, but yeah, they, they just do buy, sell, trade. So they will buy shoes for people to sell them. And so people think that's us. And I'm like, sorry, (laughs) completely different neighborhood. Like really? How far is it? Like you're going to want a car. It's like Georgetown, isn't it? Uh, I think it's a Ballard. Oh, it's a a Ballard. Wait, it is? I I thought it was, and I know nothing, but (laughs) I thought it was. Jon Snow. The U District. I don't know. Uh, No, there is one in the U District, but that's not the one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sneak City is Fremont. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's a three-minute walk from the troll. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about Seattle Sneaker City, which is, uh, it's like right across the street from the old, uh, what's it called? Seattle Coffee Works, right? Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. On like, it's Pine or Pike? It's on Pike. Pike. I feel like anybody that's been to Pike Place Market. Has seen it. Has seen it. I don't know. People are like. I used to go here when you were up the street. I didn't know you were down here. I'm like, bro, we've been down here since 2000. <laughs> we just thought just you guys closed. Years. I know. We just thought you guys closed. I was like, huh? Really? I Yeah. I've walked by your shop so many times. I'm not like a huge sneakerhead. I just I like shoes. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like, especially not like, uh, yeah, not like basketball shoes and stuff like that. But I've walked yeah. by and look, I stare into the window every single time I walk by. Because <laughs> think- I'm like, I'm not cool enough to wear those shoes, but I'd like to be. I'm I'm not gonna fangirl during this podcast, <laughs> but did you see? But I thought that this is the weirdest compliment I've ever given. I think I thought that your post-pandemic um, wooden entryway door was amazing. <laughs> it was like going into a dollhouse. Yes, people come in and they're just like, "Uh, are you guys open?" I'm like, yeah. And they're like, "What? What's with the door?" And I'm like, "Depends on my mood." I'm like, "You're coming through the rabbit hole," or I'll be like, "It's Alice in Wonderland." What's the door? So we were boarded up because of the pandemic and people uh-huh. were cracking all the windows. Of course. And then the guy who boarded up our door, we also didn't expect it to be as long. So he made it like we have a weird ramp. So he the way he made it was you had to step in from the bottom. So the door was like a foot above the ground 
Oh, oh. And so it was a smaller size door. So you literally have to jump in to get in. And so people didn't even know we were open when we were because it looked like we were closed. And people were like, is it okay? And so depending on my mood, I'd say, it's like coming down the rabbit hole. Or I'll say, whatever. And then sometimes when I'm just in it, I'm like, yeah, it's an IQ test. <laughs> <laughs> I've only said that a few times. I never but. got in. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, people Over are like, two. can we open? And I'm like, come on in. <laughs> We're open, I swear. Yeah. It's gone now. But uh, so we took it down when the mask mandate went away. <laughs> and um, so it got cracked it twice in two weeks. Oh, Literally no. somebody cracked the window twice. And I'm just like, oh, Dude, man. People suck. I'm just like, <sighs> they didn't get in because there's lamination, but they twice in two weeks. I'm just like, yeah. Dude. That's frustrating. Yeah. At least they didn't get in. Yeah, how is uh how's the pandemic for, been for like a business? Cause like, you know, like for restaurants who we mostly talk to, or, or just like food establishments, it's like they're considered essential, and people there's a lot of calls to action to support restaurants and things like that. But yeah. it's not like you see a call to action. Like James Beard isn't out here being like, support your local shoe shop, especially <laughs> your specialty shoe shop. Yeah, it um it was a little rough. It would. I don't even know. I would friends in the market are like, oh, there's this grant here. There's this grant over there. And then by the time I read about it and figure it out and get all the paperwork, it's like it was fulfilled or, or deadlines and things. So I just kind of got overwhelmed. It's like, I'm not going to do any of it. I'm yeah. just going to not do it because it just frustrates me. So I didn't really do much. And then thankfully, my mom, who is a control freak, is like, yeah, don't even worry about it. We'll be open in a little bit. So. For a woman who micromanages micromanages every aspect of my life for this one time, she was just like, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. I'm like, what's wrong with you? I honestly think it's because she thought I was going to die when I actually had COVID. And so she's super, super like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Your health is more important. Don't stress. You need to relax. That lasted about four months. Yeah. And micromanaging Tiger Mama is back. Yeah, of course. Full effect. I'm guessing that your mom doesn't listen to podcasts. She knows I'm doing this one, and she's I'm afraid gonna she's going to ask me if she can hear it. She did hear some of them. Because... <laughs> Hi, Mama. I was listening to them all in the car on the way in to work because I, I heard Mel's because I love Mel. And then after that, I'm like, I should listen to all of them. And so sometimes she would come downtown with me because she's been at my house for the past two months. I have not had any time by myself. So she's even micromanaging my dishwashing, my laundry. <laughs> oh, I, take care I of need dogs. a micromanager. Oh my God, you want my Do mom? you? Yeah. Oh my God. So she's been with me. And sometimes she's like, I'm going to come downtown for the day. So she'll come down with me in the morning. So she's heard a couple. And then she's like, what, what are you listening to? I'm like, oh, this is a podcast. I'm going to be on it soon. So I'm terrified. She's going to be like, what did you say? Can I hear it? I might just be like, it's not out yet for, <laughs> for like a year. And she might forget. I'll send it to her. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Lord, I'm sure. I'm sure they're all part of the same Korean church community, right? No. If they're not, they know somebody from. <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone that's Korean. If you go to church, you all know each other somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, it's always been like that. Yep, it's pretty synonymous to being Korean in the Pacific Northwest. But they didn't. I didn't grow up here. Oh, that's right. You grew up on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Where on the East Coast? In Connecticut. And so they moved here while I was still in school. So they've been here since '97. So. Yeah, let's let's jump back a little bit. So, your dad worked in uh, like aeronautics, is that right? So he worked for Pratt and Whitney, which I think is like the equivalent of Boeing, but for military planes in Connecticut. Got it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Aren't the Wright brothers from Connecticut? Is that right? Or am I They're, wrong oh, state? that's North Carolina. Oof, same thing to me. <laughs> totally not. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if they're from North Carolina. They, I think I they're from Ohio. To, I was just trying to think of the quarter that they're on because they're on one of the quarters. It would be, it's first in flight, which is North Carolina, but I think they were born in like Ohio. And I don't know how I know so much about the Wright brothers. Yeah, I'm very I'm amazed. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. I just know that planes. I have tons <laughs> of completely useless information that half the time is wrong. They are on the North Carolina quarter. Okay. New, see, ding, ding, ding. Nice job. I would have failed at that. Jeopardy. Where were they born? Oh, I don't know. I typed in Wright Brother Quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Fastest way to find out. I do have a podcast about history. Yeah, oh. you figure it out. Uh, so, yeah. So then, because you kind of talk about on your bio that your dad was over there doing that thing and typical fashion. Kind of, you want to take yeah, over from here? Yeah, he, um, being... Korean in a predominantly Caucasian world in Connecticut, um, he kept getting overlooked for promotions where he knew that he should have gotten it because he was faster than everybody else and everything else. And so he got fed up. And so he said, I'm just going to open a business, which was hard because what my mom tells me is back then, early 70s, they wouldn't let you rent or lease a place or anything unless you had at least 30000 in the bank. And my dad hadn't quite gotten to that point, which back then is what now worth maybe 100000 120000 maybe. Yeah. And so um, my dad's best friends were these pharmacists who did have it. So like, ah, no problem. Transferred it to their account. And so everything that we have now has been attributed to their closest friends. And so, of course, they gave it back to them once they got it. But that's how they started in the wig business. Because oh. Somebody they knew in New York was like, here, gave them a bunch of samples of wigs, like, do this. And so that's what they did because they got inventory really quick. They got a place. And then after a year, my dad, being the traditional Korean father, said, a man should not be selling wigs to women. And so. <laughs> very feminist of him. Yeah. My dad is very, um, very traditional Korean. And so he's like, no, this isn't right. So I don't know how, but they started selling slacks. And so I remember when there's photos of a place called Whalers Pant Shop, and he chose Whalers because Hartford Whalers was the hockey team. Wow, okay. My dad is very interesting with his store names. And so that's what they did. And then somebody came by and was like, you got to work with, like, the fashion because kids and they'll buy whatever and they're not really thoughtful about how they spend their money and they'll just spend. And so that went to young men's fashion. So back then it was like, I don't even. Coleman style or Carl Kanai, triple fat goose jackets. Like I remember all those R. Kelly concert t-shirts everywhere in the store. <laughs> was little, everywhere. So they did that. And then I think it was Reebok came in. It was like, you should sell sneakers with your, with your stuff. And so also oh, like wow. Reebok, a, a Reebok rep came in. Yeah, they came in. Cause back then it was like any type of traveling salesperson because internet wasn't around. So they came in like, you should totally sell sneakers. So we did Reebok first and then Adidas came on and then, um, we had shoes and sneakers and then my mom opened up a second place in the same mall with just sneakers because it's easier to, to stock those yeah. space. And then was that second? We ended up with four stores at one point. Um, pants, wigs, sneakers. They got rid of the wigs Socks. and then they oh. went to pants and then they went to young men's fashions with sneakers. Uh, and then there was about four stores at one point. Wow. And then they moved out here. Um, what made them move out here though? Korean church drama. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. Why well, I'm lost. Korean people are just dramatic. 
completely oh. power oh. struggle everything else titles and so my dad shouldn't say elder. that korean people are great they are great being but, korean is great but there's typical <laughs> <laughs> i enjoy it now it korean. looks like i'm laughing i was laughing at your face <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. yeah, just to be clear, Amy was not laughing at us, <laughs> laughing with us. Um, the So he started his first store, you said the $30,000 in the bank thing was 1979? Mm, it was early 70s. Did you do the conversion? Know. I did the conversion for 1979, and this is insane to me. Wait, wait, let me guess. 280000 wait, 30000 Yeah. Uh, 400000 Don't ruin this. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I really, I'm sorry. It's $112,000, which that's uh, a lot. That's, about, yeah. that's a huge amount. I don't to know be how inflation like, works. So can you imagine not being able to rent a place yes. unless you had $112,000 just sitting there? Children in a bank. Yeah. Yeah. But thankfully their closest friends were pharmacists. So they did. So they're like, yeah, we'll just stick that in your bank. So it looks like you have it. That's also very like faithful of them. Yeah. yeah. Very. They are to this day still fast friends. That's amazing. And so my mom's like, oh, yeah, Mrs. Kim called and we were talking to her. And, and you were like, which Mrs. Kim? I know because there's only two that she talks about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, The rest like got that. lost in the church drama. <laughs> the rest don't go by Mrs. Kim. Oh. Yeah, there's only two that do. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, okay. And so there's they still talk often. And my mom being my mom and she's a pharmacist. She's like, Caroline, blah, 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 this. And this is what she says because she's a pharmacist. I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. And so I'm like, all right, I'll go buy that for you too. And. So, uh, so when they moved here, did they just do the one sneaker shop then, or did they bring over like all their stuff? No, they they sold their businesses there to like my mom's cousins or somebody else that moved up to the area to take over. Oh, nice! And then they just started clean over here because there's all that drama, and I think my dad went through this phase of I spent all this time and his efforts and everything at that church. That when all of this went down, the cleanest way was to just leave, so that there's no drama in terms of that elder this church or, and then the new church is talking about what happened or so he's like the cleanest break is just the move so no one can think about what happened yeah. or why so and he liked it here and doesn't snow really you know doesn't get too hot or too yeah, cold especially so compared like, to connecticut yeah. yeah yeah he's like he doesn't have to move snow anymore he doesn't enjoy any of that so he he really liked it so then they came out here and they asked me if i wanted to come i said nope <laughs> and here oh. i am now well they bribed me with a house and it worked nice very nice. Like, All right. Sounds like your mom cleans it too. So, oh my gosh, she when she comes over, she does. She, mm-hmm. I don't clean it good enough. Yeah, so she will re-clean the floors. I love your mom. And you can have her. <laughs> you can borrow her. Okay. <laughs> will she clean my house? She might. Yeah. Okay. Cool. She's yeah. Yeah. Whatever, Miss House Cleaner. You already have a house cleaner. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it, my, she'll still clean after the house cleaner. My mother. Yeah, she'll come by and be like, "What is this?" Anytime your mom wants to come over, my house is open. How about tomorrow? <laughs> so you you said your parents came over and did that cleaning after. Is that what you said? They come they after they moved here. Did they open up? You said I asked if you opened a shop. And you said they did so, cleaning. No, no, they cleaned up. Oh, they, wait. No, no, they they moved here and um, the shop actually was my uncle's shop. Oh, the ones here. Mm-hmm. So he moved from Philly and opened up here. And then oh. my parents just took over because he's like, we want to retire. So my parents took over. But we, since they already Got had the same it. business over there, it was like seamless because they knew everything and how to do it because ah. we all had the same stuff. Gotcha. So I feel like the the sneaker game is like a young person's game, but your parents did it. Like, yeah. how did 
how do they like know like oh here we go Jordans you know like I think Jordans was super easy that's because an easy it was one Jordan. yeah for sure mm-hmm. for sure but I mean you can't carry like just Jordans no yeah so they won a lot of back then so it was still with salesmen that were coming and so they would come by and tell her you know this one there's a big push on or like Nike will do a big campaign around certain shoes and then she would get them based on what they said and so some of them were better at advising good things and other ones were not so good at it so you know it was a hit or miss because i mean they're a lot older and so she knows certain things when she looks at it but when it comes to something completely new she's like i don't know about this at all and so she'll take their advice on it so how's your mom's shoe game um i'm actually impressed with some of the stuff she has really? she'll walk somewhere and they're like oh <laughs> i was like i picked those up for her yes i did like she, when she goes to the doctors or something and they're at the hospital, we're like, oh, nice ultra boosts. Like, really? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> Even my dad, when he would be at church and like, oh, Chang no Nim, which is Korean for elder. Mm-hmm. Like he's wearing Jordans or he's wearing those maxis. Like he had the 97 silver bullets. <laughs> oh, nice. Whenever they're at church. And they're like, oh my gosh, Chang no Nim's got those shoes. And I'm just like. I don't even have those shoes. I think my dad wears Velcro shoes from the 80s still. So I'm. You know, those are back. I have those. Yeah, that's true. Dad shoes are in right dad's now. So yeah, cool. the 80s and 90s are making a big comeback. Like mom jeans is a big thing now. Yeah, they are. Correct. <laughs> so yeah, they have they have some secret game. Yeah. Secret game is better than mine. So you, you said you were in finance before? Mm-hmm. Prior to. So what. What was the final, like, I'm going to leave that finance life behind and take over the shoe store? It was, again, not volitional. Um, My dad was sick, and so uh, my mom was trying to take care of the business. We'll take care of him. And then when he passed, she went into deep depression because they did everything together, which is why I don't think she cares that she's at my house with me all the time. But um, she literally did not leave the condo for four or five months didn't care about anything and so it was almost like if I don't it's gonna die and I can't Mm -hmm. let it die because my dad had worked so hard to build up money to make it he was doing two full-time jobs from what my mom was telling me to save up and so I'm like I can't let this die I can't let this die and so when my dad had passed I stepped in Mm -hmm. and then it was just kind of I don't think she's gonna come back and so there's there's a part of me that's like, I just, I really just can't let it die. It's like yeah. his legacy and I just can't. So that's, that's the driving force. I, it's funny because I was thinking about when you talked to Mel from Musang and how she says she's reading a lot of leadership books and stuff so that she can motivate her team. And I'm like, no, that's so not me. Uh, I did a lot of that in college because I did a lot of stuff with um, like college fellowship groups or whatever. And like I was a youth group um, teacher up at uh, Young Jeff for a while. Which is a church up in, oh, okay. in Bible. So okay. we probably know a lot of same people. But, probably. Um, so I would read a lot of that stuff, like leadership books and stuff like that. And and now that I'm here, it's like the complete opposite. So in talking to employees, I'm like, okay, so I know I'll, I'm the one that's in charge or whatever. I go, but I am not your typical person that you look for in charge. I'm like, people assume those people are thermostats. They set the mood. They motivate. I'm like, I'm going to try to motivate you when you work and stuff like that. But I'm not that type of person. I'm more like a thermostat. I mean, thermometer, not a thermostat. So the problem that I have is when people come in and they come at me in a certain way, I'm like, 
I have to try not to give it back to them. Mm. And so in that aspect, I realized that I'm really not built for customer service, but I'm kind of thrown into it because I can't let this die. Is anyone from the East Coast built for customer service? Also, I'm from the East Coast. Jeez, uh, I just, everything I say today I remember. No, 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 no. I remember hearing that in another podcast, which I have to just throw in there on the side. Being somebody that is not from here, I actually like taco time. <laughs> I, I have I to throw that done in done with this podcast. I know that James put you on this podcast <laughs> intentionally. I'm picking oh the guests God. from now on. No, he didn't know I was going to say that. We didn't ever even talk no, about that. Oh, my God. I had no I was idea just that like, was coming. Is that weird? Because I'm not from here, but I actually yes, like it. Yes, that's weird. That's really, I, really no, weird. It means that you understand cuisine <laughs> and fine dining. Can we get through one episode without talking time? Maybe. I was just weird. I'm like, not I anymore. I was like, I, I have to question myself. I'm like, I'm not from here, but I like it. Why? What's what's wrong with me? Lack of values. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I've just met you, but. Oh, man. I do like it, but that's a side note. I feel like, but East Coast customers, I don't know. I really appreciate East, East Coast style customer service. Well, someone won't be like, oh, hey, I'm really sorry, but blah, blah. They're like, hey, we're out of that. I'm like. Okay, yeah, cool. just tell it like it is. Yeah, yeah. That's I I don't need to. I don't need somebody to like hold my hand and let me know how I feel about it. I just need to know but if, if it's there. But or I not feel there. like on the West Coast or maybe just Seattle, people really want that because did I ever tell you about the the person who came in and didn't have a mask? Like me? No, <laughs> this is prior to that. Um, but they were like, "You won't serve me because I don't have a mask," and we're like, "Yeah, sorry." And she's like, "But it's my birthday," and I was like what are you 11 like i didn't say that but i was like i sorry and she's like it's my birthday but she's probably like in her 60s and i'm like i don't know like i don't know what I'm supposed to do lady did like, you tell her if she didn't start wearing a mask she wasn't gonna have another one? Oh shoot <laughs> see that some of us mean. that's very east coast though i know but here you, can, you, like, you can't you can't they, do that they get here so offended. i would love to do that I've actually had that same thing work. Oh, no, I've, I, I read your reviews. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've had somebody come in saying the same thing. Like, it's my birthday. I was like, but that's nice. But you can get a mask on the street. I just don't have any more. Like, and they really got mad. But I also think birthday. the idea of supplying the, the customer with a mask is a really ass backwards way of wearing a mask. I also think that saying it's my birthday is an excuse for bad behavior is <laughs> so silly. Yeah. Well, to like, be fair, the mask thing, when the mask mandate had gone away, I required them to still wear one in the store because I knew it was going to come back. And so that's the only time that I provide one for them because if stores aren't allowing it, but I'm making you wear one to be inside, then I will provide one for you because it's, the mandate is gone. And also I think in that instance, like if somebody left the house and they weren't like, oh my God, I have to have a mask and they get there and they're like, I want to buy some shoes. You want to capture that. Yeah. That's also a lot different than opening your mouth and putting food in it. So but now that the mask man is back, it's almost like you have you to wear one know, everywhere. Right? So yeah. I, I don't, I'm just like, sorry, you, you need one. But before when it was gone, I was like, yes, I do have one yeah. for you. And, and just to be clear for everybody listening, uh, all three of you, it's today was the first day that the mask mandate came back. Came back. And yes. so I was actually pretty nervous about that today, but everything went pretty smoothly. So yeah. Also, it's only two people listening because my mom can't listen to this episode. Oh, two. Right. Yeah. So. My mom's not listening. One. All right, here we go. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Annyeonghaseyo. Um, so, okay. So let's let's talk about kind of the in, the shoe industry itself. Because now, like, we look at 
uh, especially with the pandemic, big companies mm-hmm. taking over little companies. Yeah. But you guys have been around for a minute. Yeah. What are you guys doing that, that keeps you alive? Does the tourism aspect of it help? It or? does help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tourism helps, but it's lessening its effect because online or mm-hmm. um, the way Nike, Adidas are getting so big, they're now creating like these siphons of places. So your categories is a specific source so you get like this specific packet of shoes to sell from or you're now considered this or your location so you only have these to sell from so i oh. can't like just go to nike and be like i want all of these because you can't you make them so that makes it more difficult so you have like only like certain categories that you can draw from right and so oh. and then they have tiers like different tiers you're this tier of a store you know based on either how boutique you are how luxury you are or whatever so it gets harder and then i start thinking how am I going to be a place that's in Seattle that makes people that travel because we're so close to that tourism hub right? where they want to come see it. So I am now in this, I need to do something different. So it's almost like I'm at this facelift stage where I'm like, I got to do something different or I will be archaic. I mean, we are, my mom is kind of archaic. I swear she uses an abacus when she does her books because I just updated to a POS system. She was using an old register this whole time. Her inventory was a five-subject notebook. Oh, my um, God. There is no website. Like, I'm the one that created the... the yeah, I checked the that your, your website button goes to a Facebook page. Yeah, because yeah. we don't have one. And then I'm like, I start, I got to start doing these things. But she was so against it. Cause she, she's like, I don't know how to upkeep it. I don't know. I don't know how to do any of it. Cause she, Did you listen like, to Carol's episode, Caroline? Did you listen to Carol's episode? I did. Yes. Yeah. I listened to all of them before I came on to, to do my research, which is why I was like, I think I have to talk about Taco Time. So she's that one listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now I'm on. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah. Listen. So have you, have you uh, kind of set your, set the business up now more to be like, well, I guess current slash future. Um, I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was thinking about um, bringing in a lot some local artists that are like in the area that are like doing their own lines or stuff like that. And they're kind of out at different areas. Um, I've been thinking about even reaching out to some of the restaurants that have their merch and bring them in because they might not be able to go to those restaurants. And so they'll see it there and be able to pick it up or something to make it a location where we should talk. Market. Let's do it. <laughs> and then, so I've been thinking about those things and then maybe bringing in some clothing lifestyle to make it a little bit more of a lifestyle Mm, so oh, no, it's going not, full circle yeah. back to close. Yeah, I, I, I'm terrified, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send you some Watson's khakis. You do not have Watson's khakis. No, but they'll be like these like big pleated, really great golf pants. Wow. I, I'm sure I that'll be in those. high demand. <laughs> Let me take a look at those. <laughs> but yeah, so I just came back from a trade show just to take a look at some of the up and coming designers or things that are out there. And Wait. Do you need somebody to go with you and take notes when you go to the sneaker <laughs> shows? Do um, people hand out do, so in coffee trade shows, people hand out free samples of coffee. Do people hand out free samples of shoes? Because I would love to go. Uh, I haven't quite gotten shoes I'm recently. A, I'm a nine and a half, by the way. So <laughs> I mean, just you know, if anything happens to fall in your lap. Gotcha. I yeah, <laughs> not shoes so much, but the last trade show I went to, you know, they some of them had swag bags. You know that they give you some small things. Yeah. Or, 
And then um, some places I was looking at stuff and they're like, you can have that because if I went on the last day of the show, they didn't want to bring it back. So I'm like, yeah, go ahead and take oh, it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, really? So I did get some stuff that I brought back, which is, it felt like so special. It's so interesting because like the three of us go to completely different conventions. Completely different ones, yeah. Trade shows. Yeah, I just came back from an alcohol trade show. <laughs> you guys, your way. trade shows are probably way more fun. In, yeah. in a pandemic, drinking a lot of alcohol in a crowded space. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah, mine was a lot less crowded than they normally are. So it was pretty sparse. It, it was kind of like... Because in New York, we would always go to the one that was at the Jacob Javits Convention Center. Which is huge. Huge. And then this year, it's at the Waldorf Astoria. So I'm just like, oh, that's a lot smaller. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm going to wait before I head out that way to go to that one. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but the conventions that I go to are kind of difficult because every booth you go to somebody's trying to like get you to drink alcohol mm. oh yeah well it sounds glorious right no i get it yeah. until you're 10 minutes in yeah. and you're like it's 10 a.m and i've had eight shots yeah that sounds that does sound Don't awful though spit buckets though like at wine tastings they should but i, I would say that's probably like a health department nightmare like oh yeah, yeah especially during pandemic probably. yeah and maybe that's Maybe that's why. Even um, in a non-pandemic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Hey, everybody, spit in this bucket. <laughs> Wineries do it. Yeah, but, like, that's a controlled thing. Not You don't have, like, 20, 30,000 people walking through, like, aisles spitting in buckets. Yeah. I, f I felt like I was being wasteful because I'd be like, I do want to try it or I want to talk to them. And they're handing me. <laughs> yeah. Well, coffee conventions, it's like 90% of the stuff that is on the floor is useless. Or it's like this like super gross ass syrup that you don't really want. They're like, hey, you want to try this new pomegranate syrup? I'm like, no. What do you mean? Or they're trying to sell like smoothie machines. The one I went to was before I opened Watson's. And they had, <clears throat> I went to actually went to the one, one of like three booths that I actually need to talk to somebody about purchasing an espresso machine. And the guys looked at me. And then essentially, like, you could see them simultaneously decide that they don't want to talk to me, and they wouldn't talk to me. Mm. Seattle company. And I was like, all right, I guess Slayer is never getting my business, ever. Because the dudes, like, looked at me, like, very intentionally, and were like, nah. Did you just straight up review them on this podcast? Yeah, yep. one star. Yep. For sure. <laughs> it was so rude. And I was is, like, though, hello. You just got profiled and judged. Yeah, and it's like also because I'm like, I look like I'm 15, which doesn't help, you know? But sorry, you got good genes. Sorry, I tried to give them like forty thousand dollars. Right. It happens to women all the time. I'm sure. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm, but not all men. <laughs> just most. No, I'm just kidding. Just those that look like fifteen. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but anyway, um, what were we talking about? Trade shows, shoes. So you you said that there's like a certain set of sneakers that you can order yeah. based on where they categorize you. Right. Mm -hmm. How does a new shop come into existence? I think it's the same thing. They have to apply to get an account uh -huh. and then, you know, somebody will come by and take a look at their shop and see if it's up to their standards or what they want. And then they make a decision and then they categorize it that way. And so how do you start your inventory though? You have to just like buy from like pay less and resell it. I don't know. That's, I mean, cause I got in the game when it was already in full swing. Right. So I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. How, and like people will ask me, I'm like, I don't know. Like, do you get do you get asked that often? 
of like, I want to start a shoe shop. How I do have, I do it? I yeah? have, oh. I have friends that are sneakerheads that are like, I totally want to do this. Like, how do I get an account from Nike? And I was like, good luck. Because if I, I don't want to give them my rep because my rep is here because right. it's all by region. Right. And then I'd also don't want my rep to get pissed at me for giving out the number to all these people that are like, Hey, how do I get an account? And like harassing and like, them. They're like, all these leads are probably leading to nothing. Yeah. Right. And so I'm just like, I honestly don't know. Cause it was inherited. Like my parents did it a long time ago and they came to us. And so I don't know how to do right. it any other way. And now everything's by internet. It's all digital. So I really don't know. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, so, but it's such a fascinating world. It's almost a godsend that I can say that because then I, I don't, you have right? an out. Yeah, I yeah. totally have an out. Because, Why more? Because they're all gonna listen to this. And well, th- I still can't do it because it's all digital. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like you can email info at Nike.net. I don't know. Like, <laughs> they never <laughs> respond. They never respond. Right. I know. I go, but I really don't know because when we got in the game, somebody walked in our doors. Yeah. So and it was like I don't know how you even start one now because we just always had them. Yeah, I guess at this point, people are all starting with, like, digital storefronts. Because I think shoes, especially, is one of those things where, like, the tactility of a shoe is so important. Yes. You know? Like, how, because, you know, not all nine and a halves are the same and all that sort of stuff. Even so. within the same company, if it's made in a different country, they fit different. Yeah. People Correct. Are like, oh, wow. And I was like, no, you have to try it on. I have stuck with the same, sh- the same line of soccer shoes for the last, like, 20 years. Because they fit the best. They always feel great. That's it. So I've never switched from that that line. Is it the Adidas Samba? No. Okay. Those aren't like it's real a, soccer wait, shoes. Those are just like those are lifestyle shoes that yeah were well, soccer shoes. Is it because you played soccer and so you're still yeah yeah, yeah. Played gotcha. I played soccer for a long time. It's the Adidas Predators. Those are the best. They're just like the most comfortable. That's what it always comes down to for sports, yeah. right? I will say I always get compliments because I wear um, Reebok pumps. <laughs> I wear high top yes. pumps. People are always like, are those like vintage? I'm like, no, like no way. <laughs> like, I got this on Amazon. Like, nice. Yeah. But they're probably my favorite pair of shoes. One of my favorites. Those are iconic though. Yeah. 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 And people are always like, can I pump your shoes? And I'm like, no, that's really weird. Don't do that. Do you ever pump them? No, they're, they're like, set it and forget it. Right. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Because it's not like I'm actually going to play basketball. Mm-hmm. When was the last time I played basketball? Like high school. You have soccer and basketball shoes. Well, basketball shoes are like, they're just the pumps. So they're just, they're more lifestyle shoes. They're not yeah. basketball shoes anymore. What do you wear when you're working? Oh, I wear Birkenstocks. What? Oh, not like the sandals that were invented in 1727. <laughs> in North Carolina? No. But they, I think that is the year that the Birkenstocks were invented. <laughs> no, they're, the way, they're work shoes. They're like, they're amazing, like waterproof work shoes that you can literally pull the sole out and put it into the dishwasher. By the mm. way, one of the Wright brothers was born in Ohio. The other was born in Indiana. Cool, mm. don't care. I get partial credit. I don't, yeah. Sure. I didn't know either, so. <laughs> All this useless information, no Sorry. place to put it. Sorry, Tiger Mama, I failed that one. <laughs> so do you get like exclusive, like do you get any sort of exclusivity, especially like, being like we an used old school to. like yeah we used to um these days no because my mom also refuses to do a facelift she doesn't see the need for it and so that story has been the same since we moved to that location in like 2000 mm. and so i'm like you gotta do a facelift she's like no, whatever. And 
the, she finally said okay. When so she still has a lot of say in the shop. Oh, she is final say in everything. Oh, She's okay, a okay. control freak. I Got know it. where I get it from because I get it from her. <laughs> yeah. And the only one person that I lose to is her. <laughs> Got it, got it. Yes. So she really, nowadays she's giving me a little more reins and she'll agree to it. I think the biggest part was, I would always say like, Nordstrom does a revamp every three to four years. And it's like, yeah, it's not a big deal. But because they do a revamp every three to four years, you don't really notice it because it always just looks new and fresh. So when Walgreens up the street, we were at that location where the current Walgreens on 3rd Avenue is. Mm -hmm. They finally did a refresh about two, two years ago. So I was like, look at how clean and new it is. They didn't do one since they took over. And that's when she's like, okay, fine, you can do it. Because when they took over that spot is when we moved to that one. So now mm. she sees how good it looks and how clean it looks. You know what you so got to do, though? Be- you got to take down, like, like your sign and stuff. If you're going to replace the sign, you got to save that sign. Because if you pull it back out later on. Yeah. I would buy it. <laughs> I would buy it now. Dude, I mean, that's that's if you can bring back that kind of stuff later on down the road. Well, I'm contemplating either leaving it out in the front because it's so old or taking it down and putting it inside. Mm, like hanging yeah. on the wall? Yeah. So it's one or the other. Is it? Is it like a, what are they called? Is it a fluorescent one or is it not? It is a is neon. It, or yeah. neon, yeah. Ne- yep. Fluorescent. That's Need it. it. Right, because neon is dying in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the shops are closing. Yeah. And the neon's all going away. So I feel like it can't. Yeah. So are you so are you guys like doing a planning a remodel or anything that soon? Um, so I am thinking about it for sometime like this winter. So um, I've been looking at different things to bring in. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with Korean fashion. I think it's because I'm Korean. I don't know, but so I've been following certain ones in Korea, and so I've been reaching out and seeing about how to get them here and stuff like that. I know I'm. I don't know. I, I don't know. What Sounds it is. expensive. <laughs> it might be that's my fear and like if it doesn't the only people that will buy it are people that are korean because they're like oh i know that brand but i mean mm. the quality seems to be really good like um it looks really comfortable i just like the way it looks it's very lifestyle and i think it fits and so i was like i gotta look at that look at some other stuff and if you can okay check it out so when i was in korea there was this hat that i saw on a billboard and i thought it was the funniest thing ever and i took a picture of the hat and i to this day because that was like 2015 I regret not buying this hat. So yeah, because you're still talking about the hat six yes. years later. Dude, ugh, I'm so mad. But it's a hat. It's like just a plain black hat. On the on the face of it, it says mayo. And on the bottom of the bill, it looks like someone squirted mayo into like a little squiggly design. <laughs> and I wish I had that hat. That's I love that hat. I still think about it. And I can vividly see the billboard in my head. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> a mayonnaise hat. Are you a big fan of mayonnaise? I like mayo, but it's funny. Okay. I have a hat from Korea that says apple pony on it. Doesn't mean anything. But I like it. Yeah. But I feel like Asian, like, especially like the whole like K-pop style is like just permeating. Like how many K-pop specials are there on Netflix? You know? For real. I don't know who Blackpink is, but apparently they're huge. They're huge. I know nothing about them. BTS, look at their McDonald's meal. Yeah, which is just different sauce. Yeah. What a rip. Because, like, what, BTS is, like, 12 people, isn't it? I don't even know. And Blackpink is, like, eight or something? I don't know. There's just so many, and, like, they change them out. So. Oh, do they? I think so. I don't know. They all look the same to me. Me too. I'm not bad. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. So are you so you're actually trying to bring like Korean brands into your store? Yeah. There's oh, a couple that I've been following and yeah. um 
thinking about bringing them here. Um, and you reached out and talked to them already? I've sent out a couple emails and then stuff like that. And then my only problem is some of them, like one brand, they're actually guys from the States who made it huge in Seoul. Oh, so it's easy to communicate with them. Yeah. But then the other ones, I'm like, my Korean is that like I'm five. Yeah. <laughs> because that's when I stopped speaking Korean because I yeah. went to school. Yeah. And so I also didn't can't read very well because I made, they made me go to Korean school. Yep. Until I broke my arm and like, I can't go anywhere. Sorry. And then so I stopped. Lucky. I, yeah. That's also when I got to stop violin too. <laughs> <sighs> so bad. But uh, yeah, that... It's also another story. <laughs> Have you seen? There's um, uh, it's like a bubble tea shopping capital drip tea. I have seen it. Is that is that kind of like what do you? How do you feel about that? Because like when I first walked in there, I was like, is this a billionaire boys club floor mat? And then I and then I looked around and realized that it's a bubble tea shop that's trying to be a lifestyle company what at is, the same time. I have seen it, but I haven't yet bought anything inside there. I haven't gone inside there yet. Okay, because I had seen it. I just, Robert and I were just like right, like driving around, like let's get bubble tea, and then we went in there, we're like, what is this place? Yeah, I've seen the outside, but I haven't got inside yet. So it I made me know. feel so old, though. Is this your official review for the podcast? No, I mean the the bubble tea was pretty good, right? But it's like it was so styling in there that I had no idea what anything was. Hmm. I was like, why is there a hat for sale? Like, is that a ninja sword? You know, like, I just you know stuff. Oh, Do yeah. people really? go to the bubble tea shop to get clothing? I don't know. I mean, that stuff is so expensive though. I mean, they probably have like an affordable line, but I went to the Billionaire Boys Club shop in Soho and like a t-shirt was like 200 bucks. Yeah. Well, they don't call it Billionaire Boys Club for nothing. Isn't that, that's Pharrell, right? Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Truly though. Somebody's buying it. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. This T-shirt was fifteen dollars. Because we're poor, <laughs> and I have gochujang all over it. I was cooking all day. Yeah, but that. that sauce is so good. <laughs> I've told him twice. I bought his chicken sandwich twice, and I've never eaten it there. I've always brought it home because the second time I was there, we were dining in, but we ordered so much food. I took it home and I had it for dinner, and it's still so good at dinner time. I'm like. It's going to be like crack when I eat it inside because it's that good when it's like six hours later. Right. And so I'm just like, I'm sometimes afraid to order certain things when I'm there because I'm afraid that it's just going to make me so addicted. I'm, <laughs> James is going to get tired of me. Like, stop coming. No, I'll never get tired of your money. Thank you. <laughs> I get, I won't get tired of giving it to you because it's just so good. Oh, like, oh I'm gosh. like, I don't know what's in it. Gochujang. I know there's yeah. no, not just gochujang. Unless you're making it yourself. Gochujang? No way. I'm trying. Oh. Of course you are. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I haven't tried tenjang, which is the Korean, like, really fermented miso style, because I'm afraid my neighbors will hate me. It's miso It's oh. miso minus sugar. Yeah, yeah so and no it's sugar. pretty funky. It's funkier than miso. I didn't think about that. No. But um, my neighbors will help me, so that's why I'm starting with gochujang, because it's not as funky. They might not hate me as much. <laughs> I'm just going to keep ordering dinner out. Lots of places to go to. Yes. Yeah. Some of them will let me in. Some of them. Maybe. Taco time. <laughs> they probably won't let me in. Yeah. Point, <laughs> if we're being honest. They listen to this podcast. They're like, fuck that lady. Yeah. Uh, do you, so 
Do you guys carry stuff that's like super limited release or is that all part of the whole like we used to? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's been a couple of boutiques that have opened up and so they they're getting a lot of those. And then How do you fight that? Like how do you compete? I actually don't want to anymore. Oh, okay. Never mind um, then. So during the pandemic, we were broken into eight times in the middle of the night. That makes for one cranky Caroline when she has to drive downtown, wait for the police, fill out a part, get home, and then come back in the next day, only to count everything, to file the, everything, right? So, <sighs> and it, predominantly what they're taking are Jordans, right? Because right? that has the highest resale value. Right. And so I literally, that's that was the beginning of this process of I need to change it out to something different um, so that I can have a work-life balance where I'm not freaking out at every noise thinking it's my alarm going off in the middle yeah. of the night. Um, so that I have stuff that I can carry that is good quality, has some fashion that people want, but that people aren't going to go nuts for just so that they don't wear it and then resell it to somebody else because that's that's what the shoe game is these days. I know, it sucks. I, I'm not a fan of that culture at all. I believe in buying those shoes and then just wearing them. So everybody's like, what? Agree. Uh, I think Amy's shoe game is the one of the first things that we talked about when we first met her too. Really? Yeah. Cause I think you came in like, it was like, it was like a white and like teal air force ones. Is it? Or dunks? I don't probably. But I remember <laughs> just like she, you walked in cause I have like these like denim dunks. I don't know where they are anymore, but I walked in, I was like six shoes. Or you walked in, but yeah. Nice. And you're like, oh, thanks. Because you, you got the glasses game and the shoe game. Yeah, mm. that's my thing. It's your MO. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what I was wearing. Me too. It, oh, if you had to personify us in a shoe. Oh, jeez. Wow. What would it be? If you say Birkenstock for either of us. I'd actually be okay with that. But. You wear like, them at work. <laughs> Yeah, but like they're they, the ugliest bird. They're literally just like waterproof, geez. slip, slip resistant, grease it's resistant. Fashion from the 1700s. Like <laughs> literally, they lasted were. for a reason. It has. Uh, they're actually making no. A like comeback. if you if you had to like outfit us in a shoe from your shop, each of us, Ooh. what would it be? You're a little bit easier. <laughs> it's gonna be a dad shoe. My <gasps> New Balance. Oof. Okay. Probably a 900 series. Probably that 990 version 4 gray. Gray. I have to look this up. Mm-hmm. Oh, gray. That that can be very, like... New Balance 990 Made in America version, version 4, 4 gray. Is, is Made in America different? Mm-hmm. It's more expensive because it's Made in America. Oh. More comfortable. Oh, interesting. They're more comfortable? That's the... Sh- okay, fine. All right. Well, let me see. What do you think? He doesn't like it. I actually don't buy New Balances for the for the whole like Trumpy stuff. Uh, uh, fair. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah. Cheers. But that style, I probably think. Okay. What about Amy? It's a little bit harder. It's very hard. Knowing that you wear Air Force Ones or Dogs and hate Taco Time. <laughs> Does taco time make shoes? Oh my god, I would buy those in a heartbeat. <laughs> little cactus on the back. Taco time, let's talk about a collab. Talk about one. Like a, you know, like a Adidas Superstar with like a, just a cactus. Taco time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's harder. I'm, because of the glasses, I'm like. 
I wear, yeah. No, don't tell you. me. I'm gonna, not going to tell you. This is, it is harder. Let me see. I actually think a Timberland boot. What? Six inch premium Timberland boot in like, like a mint green or like one of the colorful ones. I was about to say no, but then you got to like colorful and I was like, yeah, okay, that's why maybe. it's the colorful ones. Not that like classic wheat or black, but they have colorful ones. And then yeah. they have some with like a satin, yeah, the satin rim on the top with like satin ribbon laces and that, stuff. But the mint green is pretty. That, yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, mint green. I think the mint green is sick. The bright green is a little much. Yeah, yeah, not the bright green. Yeah, not off. You're not wrong. Wow. So I got a dad shoe, and you're like super interesting, cool shoe. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, like I said, she's not wrong. Although, for, <laughs> for comfort's sake, yeah. I did, I I did destroy my feet in New York last week with wearing shoes that I thought were comfortable until I got on the airplane. Oh no! I thought you were gonna say you destroyed them with super fashionable ones because you were in New York. No, they weren't fashionable or comfortable. What were you wearing? No, um, I'm not gonna say. Like old navy shoes or something? No, I was wearing Nikes, but it was to the point that like I almost couldn't stand at the end of the day. And I'm like, how is this possible? I'm wearing Nikes. I have to say, I went. I recently bought, uh, like, they're not wingtips, but like, um, just like uh, the rubber sole. They look like Oxfords on top, but like the the sole is just rubber. And you're wondering hmm. why you got the dad shoe and recommendation? <laughs> no, dude, this is like the this is like the style now. Because like, I I was like not into that style. Where they have it look like a dress shoe on top, but it's more of like a sneaker on the bottom. And I was like, ugh, it kind of doesn't, I kind of don't like that. But I was at the shop and I saw them. And I was like, you know, those don't look that bad. I tried them on. They're so comfortable. They were like, on, they were on sale. Let's start with that. But I paid like a hundred bucks for them. So worth it because I can wear them like with like nice yeah. pants and they look great and they're actually super duper comfortable. Because like a, comfort, a, actual, a legitimately comfortable dress shoe is so expensive. Crazy expensive. Very expensive. And but I own a restaurant, think, so I don't make any money. Samesies. You would think a basketball shoe would be comfortable. But see, enough. that's the thing is they're basketball style. They're not actual. Well, they are. They used to be basketball shoes. And they be. were technologically great in 1985 or 19. It was sold to me as bas- a basketball shoe. If it's like a dunk that that started like in the eighties, and so the technology is <laughs> different, it's just for the look now. Did you lace them up properly, or were you wearing them? By loose? the end of the day, they were like not laced at all because I was like, I just need room in these shoes. Yeah, feet this all hurts swollen. so bad. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I was wearing them appropriately to begin with. Do you remember the old commercial where Jordan is like a Michael Jordan shoe commercial, but it was about Jordan wingtips? Where like he has his own line of it wasn't a real shoe, but it was like a line of wingtips that he would wear during games. No way. And ever since back then, I wanted to get like brown leather wingtips that were Jordans. Wow. I don't think they're real at least. I don't know. Somebody listening is like, you idiot, they're real. I don't even know anymore. Too many things in my head. I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, so these things from a long <laughs> time ago, gone. Do you, ever, do you ever like order shoes for yourself, like specifically? I have, yeah. I used to do that when I started doing ordering for my mom because it was online. And then when one pair came in in my size, she knew that was mine. 
and I did that often. And she's like, I was like, look, this is my payment for doing these orders for you. <laughs> so if you, okay. So can, uh, can customers come in and like talk to you about ordering special? Like, do you guys do, you guys we haven't, do? yeah, we haven't done it because it, so if you look at our, the front, a lot of people think that we have just that one size on the wall because there's so many shoes in that store. Because uh. yeah. my mom's mentality is like, the more you have, the more whatever, like it looks better when you have a big, like a lot of merchandise in the front. Mm -hmm. But I hate that. And so I'm trying to like push it to a lower amount, but we do have more than when she orders, she does order, you know, the full size range. And I've been trying not to order as many styles, but to bulk up on more sizes. Cause she'll do a lot of, I'm going to do one of each size run in all of these different styles so that we have a lot of styles, but then you sell one shoe and then it's gone. And like if right. you're doing the most popular one, then no one else can get it. So I've been trying to change that around. So we do, but there's so many shoes in the back because of the way she orders. And then with me trying to change it, to make it less, but trying to get rid of everything that she's kind of built up is tough. And so it, she would never do it because it's just too much for her for her plate. Right. And then for me, it's almost not worth it. Um, and I I might at some point, but because with everything going on, it might get lost in the shuffle with everything else in the back because it's just one shoe. So if you get like mm -hmm. one orange Nike box in a sea of all Nike boxes, it's hard to like it might get shuffled and then you can't find it. And then when they ship just one shoe, the shipping on just that one box is so much more than if you ship like a case when we do our right, orders. Right, that makes sense. And so it's almost not like between all of that. And then what if they don't want it? Because it's like not the right size. Well, that's what they pay up right. front. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, it's like you got to be like, well, you can't return it if you do. Otherwise, you know, and then you take the hit on that because then you got to you have one shoe that specifically they wanted if they yeah. don't take it or if they want to return it and then. I'll I mean, I would definitely stuff. do like a custom order, sure, but you you pay the extra shipping, it's paid, no returns for custom yeah, orders. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, and I I have done it for like when I used to work at the office and they needed something, and I would order for them, and then they would buy it that way because mm. I knew who they were. So when they came in, I, I could just get it get it to them. But that makes sense. Um, yeah. it's something that I'm thinking about, and I think if I move in this other direction, where you, I mean, right now you, all those shoes can get anywhere anyway, so it's like. Right. If you get it through me, then you have to pay extra for shipping. Or if you right. buy it online yourself, you're not going to pay for shipping. You could return it. So it's almost not worth it for them to do it that way. And it saves them money. And so, but if I switch things up where I have product that not everybody in Seattle has or something that, you know, I might consider doing it that way. Yeah. 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 We should do a field trip and get, um, like team shoes for this podcast <laughs> for all two of us. Hey. Do I get to pick them out? <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. They're not going to be dad shoes. That's fine. Okay. I, I, the only dad shoes I own are these ones and my other Asics, but they're also my running shoes. <clears throat> so these are my trail running shoes and I have other running shoes, but these have become more like I go back and forth to work. And work. Gotcha. Okay. I feel like <laughs> Everett just thinks I wear dad shoes. <laughs> well... Dad shoes and Birkenstocks. They are in right now. That's true. But I just, I still don't. I just don't. But it's okay. I bet you though, I'd put them on and be like, oh, it's just so comfy. I think I take like a principled stance against New Balance though. I Fair. Yeah. So what kind of shoes are going to be the official Dear Elite reviewer? Oh, I don't know. I think it has to be bright and bold for sure. Okay. Like neon yellow. I tried to get those Nikes that just came out like a few weeks ago. 
Which one was that? There was a draw for him. Couldn't get him. There's a draw like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, I'm aware. (laughs) Uh, The ambush. Mm. Didn't get him. What was so great about these shoes? I can't make it larger. Oh, yeah, I can. I, I have a hard time like justifying paying a ton of money for shoes. Like, how much are these shoes? I don't think that's important, Mom. <laughs> but what I am trying to say is, Look, it if I'm going to clean your house, I need to know how much these shoes are. It used to be that I would, uh, like, I would work really hard on an event, and then at the end of the event, I could reward. get either glasses or shoes. Mm-hmm. Shoes turned out to be way cheaper than glasses. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And so all of those things have been, A, I don't have the money to do that as much now. Sure. But also, B, I'm not having events, so I can't be like, at the end of this event. So when I did the Goonies event, I got new um, glasses. And I got... I got more glasses. <laughs> Trying to think of what event I can blame it on. And then for the bodega, I got new shoes. So I've really, really cut back on my shoe. Budget. I definitely wanted to do the bodega, but stuck at work. Did you know on that email you sent, it said fried chicken sandwiches? I did not. I didn't send the email either. Mm. Did it really? Mm-hmm. It was the bodega, so I don't even know. It's okay though. What's your review? One star. <laughs> Not important. Um, oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I actually I've never been into your shop. I've walked by it so many times, but I've never <laughs> actually been inside. I actually like. I didn't even know it was minority owned, let alone Korean owned, mm. let alone Korean church person owned from Hyungja. But yeah, oh, that was me. My parents don't go to Hyungja. Oh. Yeah. Probably for the better. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's. I, I really want to check it out now. You guys are you guys are open. We are open for people to come in with masks. Yes, um, we are just closed Sunday and Wednesday right now. Sunday and Wednesday, okay. But we're open we the can other make days. A field trip. Yeah, come I'm super down. down. And then we can start our YouTube channel. Why are we starting a YouTube channel? I don't know. Did you show the field trip? Oh, can't we do like a story or something? Do we have yeah, social we media? That. Yeah, we got social yes. media. This is now your time to follow us on social media. <laughs> yeah, Seattle's sneaker or Seattle Sneaker City on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. What are we? We're dear elite reviewer on everything except for Twitter. Twitter we're elite reviewers. We're on Twitter. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. I actually messaged Dear Elite Reviewer like okay. On so Twitter? No, no, no. On oh. your Instagram and I'm like, okay, so your first podcast, you guys are introducing yourself and then Amy didn't finish. So I know nothing. Amy, because <laughs> like the tangents are great, but she never finished. And then James is like, she doesn't see this, but you can email her. <laughs> One of us has ADD. Uh, that's okay. I do too. I had no idea. Again. I don't know. I had ADD. Again, and I have yeah. no memory, obviously. So did I not introduce myself? No, you did, but oh. then the first one you guys were doing more than just introduce, like giving a little background and stuff. Oh yeah, and you guys got you were... so into tangents, which I loved. But then it finished, and I'm like, wait, because you started talking about your Bed Bath and Beyond thing. Yes, I started oh, your, talking about your winter bath, tripping. 
your show trade show and your oh yeah. and then you never came back around and so i was like what, what does amy do I, I know nothing dude i still <laughs> don't know what amy does to be honest my mom doesn't either that's okay she just sends out email blasts about fried chicken sandwiches and then Wait, no so just so nobody knows what I do. They just think I sit home and hate Taco Time. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's what you should put on your website. Hater of Taco Time. I'm updating it right now. Um, yeah, so I was like, what does Amy really do? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm an event planner in a pandemic. And I have an event production company. Which so, I know of. I didn't know that you did that. And I was like, Seattle Cocktail Week? I totally know that one. <laughs> so that is one of our brands. Mm-hmm. And Gilly Wagon is my company. So if you need an event planned, we are available for hire and we do events. And then we have under the Gilly Wagon umbrella. Is Why would you say umbrella, not tent? Oh, jeez. You win that argument. <laughs> <laughs> So Gilly Wagon is the the ornate cart that takes the circus around from one city to another. So everything is kind of circus themed mm. in our office. Because y'all are so, clowns. Whoa. So under our tent, under the Gilly Wagon tent, we have Seattle Cocktail Club, Seattle Cocktail Week, Bartender Circle, Dead Men of Whiskey, something else. Make Them Wobble. It's a Jello Shop blog. Oh. It's, it's actually a blog. blog. It started as a blog 10 years ago. Okay, oh, I, was wow. gonna say, I only see the Instagram, so. 10 years ago this week, actually. Well, congratulations. And now it is an Instagram and website. Okay. That barely has any content. But this is my big news of the day. I am making jello shots that are the faces of troll dolls, and their hair is <laughs> cotton candy. Wow. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is pretty awesome. Well, you know how I live very close, so if you need people to help out, yes, tasting you. things, taste test, I will do. Okay, I'll let you know as soon as I make the mold of a troll doll. You should make a troll. You should make one of the uh, giant wild thornberries that you have down there, of Nigel Thornberry. Oh, oh okay. Smashing. Let's talk about some reviews. Let's do it. All right. So the funny thing is when I got here today and Amy and I were chatting because we both um, forgot and we thought we were doing this at 6 o'clock so we're both ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at my calendar and I was like, God damn it. Um, we both picked two reviews actually. Okay. And so, yeah. Bring it on. But we'll, is we'll there start. a reason you picked two reviews? Or just you want to reveal that later? I can reveal that now. Um, the second review I picked because I just thought it was super hilarious. <laughs> Um, and I don't think it. You, there's no response necessary to. It. I just thought it was really funny. So wait a second. So you thought one of their bad reviews was quote unquote super hilarious? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It wasn't even. It wasn't even the uh, the reviewer being funny as much as like Google's algorithms jumping into effect and um, just making it kind of silly. Anyway. Um, so do we go too bad, too good, or one bad, it. one good? Uh, one we can bad, do one too bad, good. too bad, too good. Okay, I think that'll be easier. Um, so for if you're listening for the first time and you jumped in on episode ten for whatever reason, is um, this episode ten? Yeah. Wow. How is it episode ten? Uh, well, there was nine preceding it, <laughs> so that makes this the tenth one. How have I talked about Taco Time for ten episodes? <laughs> Yeah, beats me. I mean, it's 10, including, I'm not sure. Our including intro one the intro that, one, yeah. That just introduced you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. James uh, does the editing on this podcast. <laughs> I thought he did. He keeps saying he will, and he's like, I didn't do it. 
Yeah. He did it. I do sometimes. Um, but this is the this is the segment where we talk about the reviews because um, the whole point of Dear Elite Reviewer is so that when we talk to small business owners, we read them a good review and a bad review and they get a clap back at them or, you know, apologize or whatever the appropriate response is. Um, we've established that I, James, read the bad reviews because Amy can't help but defend immediately after reading. Because uh, I'm nice. Because Amy is nice from the East Coast. <laughs> uh, so she's the nice one and she reads the good reviews and makes us feel better at the end of it because who wants to end on a bad note, right? So. Sure. Mine comes from, uh, well, I didn't realize how old this review was. This is 10 2011 Mm-hmm. So this is a minute it's ago. The, it's the decade old review. <laughs> yeah. Which also, okay, before you even read, because I'm going to. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to, you know how you said we read bad reviews and then I'm like, but. And you're like preemptively I'm, defending. I'm going to preemptively <laughs> defend this. So this is a review that 10 years ago, presumably, I haven't seen this review. Something went wrong and it is still a representation of your store from 10 years ago. Same people. The shit that I did 10 years ago. <laughs> like, Just saying. Yeah, the person that I was 10 years ago, huh? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> this is from so-and-so uh, from Honolulu, Hawaii. Would never drop a dollar here. If you do not know much about sneakers, then go ahead and waste the money. The sneakers are fake. How do I know? I've looked and compared my real versus theirs. Also, their boxes that they come in are not the same as authentic. It's just like a swap meet style spot. Bad customer service and poor quality knockoffs. No sneakers come wrapped in plastic. One star. It sounds like this customer was upset about something that happened in the store and then did this review and added everything else to whatever interaction happened at the store. And the reason why I say that is um, they're, he says that they're fake. The boxes are not authentic the shoes come wrapped in plastic um back then the shoes on the display were wrapped in plastic oh that's i remember right that. uh-huh and i am a pro at making it look like shrink wrap but it's not it's saran wrap with scotch tape i was <laughs> <laughs> You're such an ajama, dude. yeah that's how they did it. i mean that's the way we did it back on the east coast because it, it's like the same thing in new york and philly because our families my cousins have sneaker shops in philly and chicago and that's how we always did it and so Literally, they would make me go to Costco and buy that big saran wrap thing <laughs> at Costco and buy the scotch tape. And I know how to do that. I, I should just bring a shoe over and do it for you. They still you. do like, on the East Coast, don't they? I feel like I've seen it in the last couple of years. A lot of places, like the big companies don't want you to because it makes them look less luxury, which is why we stopped. Because oh. they don't like it. But it was originally done so that... Keep them clean. Yeah, yeah keep you're them not exactly. messing up the mm-hmm. shoes. Grimy-ass hands. So if he actually... He said he's never going to drop a dollar. So if he never dropped a dollar, how would he know that the shoes that are in the box are authentic or not? Because he compared them to the dirty shoes on his feet. But the, he wouldn't have the box with him, right? So right. He, how could he an authentic box or just inauthentic box? And then if the, we brought a box out for him to even look at, then he would know that the ones in the box are not in plastic? Let's step back here. And just to be clear, <laughs> are they authentic shoes? Yes. Okay. If... We have been there since. I don't know. I believe Nike this guy. <laughs> Go for it. I say, <laughs> if we've been here since before Nike Town, Nike Town sends their people to us. Nike would have shut us down like they did all the other fake stores that have popped up. Oh, right, for sure. Forever. So that's a we, good point. You guys are like way before Nike Town. Yeah, and yeah. Nike Town sends their people to us if they can't find stuff there, and we send our people there if they want something that we don't have, and so we all know of each other. 
And so if Nike Town knows we're there, then Nike also knows that we're there and they would have shut us down if we were fake. Right. Yeah. But I mean, just reading that review, it tells me that he's angry about something else. And so he's putting all this thing in to validate his point, whoever this person is in Hawaii. Yeah. But what a joke. Also, he, is it possible that he was visiting from Hawaii and like, okay, first of all, who's that mad on vacation? And like got mad about something. Well, I yelled at somebody in Iceland because she was super mad at me too for no reason. <laughs> I told her you were too angry to be on vacation. You should just go home. <laughs> oh, but maybe they needed the vacation. Yeah. So maybe. So yeah, I think that's it's an interesting. It's an interesting. Yeah, I I think that they were upset about something or they didn't like an answer that they got when they asked the question. Right. And so this is how it comes out to make them. They're, what they're upset about seem more valid. This like they're live adding stuff, yeah. Stuff. So they're upset. It was their birthday. And ten years later, it's like reverberating. Reverberate. Is that the right word? Yeah. So yeah, that, I just like that's the thing that gets me with writing reviews. Yeah. yeah. I also wondered um, after this review, I was like, what if his shoes are fake? Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that, dude. I have a I have a buddy who buys all fake shoes because they're cheaper. And uh, a lot of times you can't tell. Can we call him and see if he's still mad? <laughs> you mad this guy or my friend? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, we can try. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah you can, I think you can respond to their review. Yeah, yeah. you can. <laughs> he gets like an email like 10 years <laughs> later. You still mad? <laughs> you still mad, bro? Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Second, second bad review. This is, I'm just going to re- say his name because it's super funny. This is three years ago uh, from Dane, Men- Dane Mentzer. Um, the orig- so this is translated because Google automatically translated it. Uh, the original review is <clears throat> boo. And the translation by Google is boo. And That's so that was review. great. <laughs> That's a review. It just says boo. And then Google translated it to boo. That was super <laughs> funny because super stupid. Uh, wow. I'm sorry, Dean. Whatever you answer. How do yeah. you even, what yeah. are you sorry for? Whatever. Maybe it yeah. was Halloween. Maybe. Oh. And, you know, out a lot of, of like places- the ghost edition. Or maybe, you know, like they give out candy to the little kids and he wanted candy and we don't participate because I feel like candy gives kids cavities. <laughs> give Bad dental cavities. hygiene gives kids cavities. That's true, yeah. too. But yeah, I, don't, I can't respond because cotton candy was invented by a dentist. I used to get lollipops at my dentist. Right. My dentist when I was a kid was super mean to us. Wow. Needless to say, do not go to that dentist anymore. Another bad review coming out of James. All right, you ready for some, <laughs> you ready for oh, some man. good reviews? Just hate her over here. As in me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this one, I just looked at the date and realized we're going toe-to-toe on these decade-old ones. This one's 11 years old. <laughs> okay. Almost to the date, if I knew what today's date was. 23rd. Yeah, so it was the anniversary was last week. Aww. And this is from Garrett G, who, according to his Yelp profile, he has written 66 reviews, and he lives in Austin, Texas. So, Garrett, if you're listening. What's up, Garrett? <laughs> he wrote, five stars. Let's be honest here. It's an amazing store, and if you're looking for kicks, this is the place to go. They let you try on shoes for hours if you want, and they've got stuff that you've never seen in store. Go. Wow. I'm actually a little shocked. For hours? Yes. Yes. Because 
My mom was the one, like, if they're there too long, she's like, they're not going to buy anything. Cut them off. Cut them off. And so she must have been in a really good mood that day because she let him try and stuff for hours. Well, maybe it was clear that he was good. You don't maybe, know. He yeah. could have just dropped, like. He just came in a tux. Looked like he was going to drop money. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. I thank you. I go, because she really will be like, stop spending so much time on people. There's other people in the store you should spend time on. And I'm like, but, I mean, I'm already, I can juggle. Maybe it was but a slow day. It could be, yeah. I don't know, but my mom is very, she always yells at me if I talk too long to a customer. <laughs> thank you, Garrett. Thanks, go, Garrett. We try to let people stay in there and take their time. I'm like, if I'm there till close, you can be there as long as I am. You just can't stay after. I can see a scenario, though, where somebody would be bringing me shoes and I'd be like, I'll take those and I want to see these and I'll true. take those yeah. and I want to see these. So that's true. Whoa. I don't think I've ever bought more than one pair in a sitting. Actually, except for these ones. I got these ones and my running shoes at the same time. But Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other review is also three years old. I feel mm. like we were just going... Toto-toe. This one's Get it? A f- oh, <laughs> dad joke to go with those shoes. Like, yeah. Um, so this one is a four-star review. Okay. And I purposely pulled this because I think when people think, we've had this conversation on other episodes, when business owners think of a four-star review, they're like, it's not perfect. It, I should have gotten five stars, that kind of thing. I feel like this demonstrates how different people that write reviews feel about four-star reviews than businesses do. Mm. Mm. So four stars. I love, love, love this store (laughs) exclamation point. The shoes are amazing and gorgeous. Prices are not low, but reasonable for the quality. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Ah. Okay. I feel like this is the, best kind of review that you'd want to see like yeah it's reasonable priced that's and not low because they're not fake shoes right yes (laughs) hawaii guy um but it's a four-star review yeah because they're not like discounted or whatever but yeah interesting yeah no because in this i'm guessing i'm not psychic or anything but i'm guessing in danielle's mind when she wrote this she was like I'm going to give them some love. I love the shoe store. Four stars. Yeah. 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 Totally. So if you're listening at home, four stars is not good in some people's minds. (laughs) It's just the game of the gamification of the, the systems, right? Right. It's like Uber. Like if you don't get a five star Uber rating from your driver, then, you know, it's not good. Ooh, can we start? Pulling people in that have given bad Uber, given me bad Uber ratings. <laughs> Giving you bad Uber ratings? How do we know who gives us bad Uber ratings? I ask for them. Goodness gracious. What? I get in the car and I'm like, what's the worst ri- like rider that you've ever had? How can I beat that? It's like, <laughs> I like a good challenge. I feel like every time I ask that question to an Uber driver, first, just stop asking that question because I'm sure they're so sick of it. But I'm sure they've all had people like barf in their cars. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I have a 4.8 Uber rating. Mm. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it's not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. There was a driver in D.C. that came for me once. Don't blame him. You don't blame him? I do not blame him. I do. I don't know the circumstance to know. I don't need to know the circumstance. 
you just think so people can review me personally bad but we have a podcast about not reviewing <laughs> yes exactly okay. i don't care if someone li- i don't care if someone dislikes me as a person but if they dislike my food and my coffee that upsets me more yeah if you dislike me as a person it's not hurting other people right. yeah or affecting your business right which affects more than just you Right. I mean, a lot of people don't like me, which is fine. Yeah, people don't like me either very much. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this guy up. So, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Do you use the Twitter? No. I feel like business Twitter doesn't make a lot of sense, but we just kind of all hold on to it because we're supposed to. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't Twitter. Tweet. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take up Gillywag in Seattle and just like start just, like posting stuff. I think I own it, just so you can't do that. And if That's not, post whatever you want. Okay, cool. Um, Seattle Sneaker City. Yes. Um, and then I feel like most of the updates that I see are new shoes that are coming out. We try to. Yeah. Along with Chewy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we try to because he seems to be our best salesperson. <laughs> he did have a lot of good reviews. Chewy? Yes. Yeah, how can he not? Right? Super cute. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the yin to the yang where I'm not so nice. And so that's why we have Chewy there. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything that we should know that's going on otherwise? Uh, No, just... Be updated. We'll probably do a little bit of change up and see how that goes. And you'll know how it goes depending on how Tiger Mama says yes or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, tell me a little bit about this uh, coalition of sorts that you are forming. So um, I, since a lot of my friends are in the restaurant industry and a lot of them tend to be Filipinx, there's a huge Filipinx community. Right. And so they support each other. They do all these things. And Koreans have been in the small business game for so long. Our parents, a lot of them are in it. and We kind of just do our own thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, why can't we have a bunch of us that we all know each other somehow, whether through church or for something. And why can't we just get together and just be that kind of support system for each other? And it, it's totally not like when I was in finance, they were always like, you got to do this referral game or something like that. I'm like, I kind of hate that. Yeah. It's you're in it to get something, but I like the whole community aspect or you're just there. Like if you need to vent, but different businesses have different ideas or they, what things work for them and it might work in a different business aspect. And so just getting together, it lets us socialize. It lets us vent. It lets us support each other. It can be like, Oh, this is my great CPA. If you need somebody or something along those lines, but just to get together and be a support network. Mm that the first generation didn't really, well, they had it at church. Right. Right. Their church was their support network. And a lot of them had those businesses, but for us, we're a little bit different breed. And so this way it's just purely social. There's no expectation except just to come and just enjoy each other's company and be that kind of community kind of thing. Yeah. I like that. Especially. So is this like exclusively Korean? No, not exclusively. Like a, uh, just a a place to find each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, we'll get together um, it'll probably be Korean centric in terms of like, if we get together, we'll probably do like potluck of Korean Can Amy food. come? Yeah, totally. Cool. Like it's not cr- completely like that Philippine X group is not fully Filipino. Like, sure. Right. And so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's not completely inclusive. I just want to include you, Amy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, just I'm different. I'm so tired of being left out. <laughs> <laughs> different, you know, different groups like restaurant, whatever business. Like I have a friend that does like audio stuff for concerts, stuff we can just mm. get together and be our own network of social, like just 
as business owners get together because we have certain things that are very similar as business owners. Right. Where we can just talk and be like, this is me at work and we understand it because we have small businesses. Yeah, I totally think that that's pretty awesome, especially because when I think about the people who I'm closest to, it's like, I, I mean, I love my team. They're all great, but they can't commiserate with the same things that I deal with. Yes. You know, a lot of times, you know, if someone's like, man, I'm so tired. I've like worked like six days in a row and I'm like, I know you have. I'm so sorry to hear it. But in my heart of hearts, I'm like, yeah, six days. I I went on 20 straight days on the floor until I took a half day off. You know, it's like, do we we ever really take a day off? Because we're still thinking about it while we're eating dinner or something will pop up after dinner. And then you realize you forgot this email or you realize, oh, my God, this is coming up. So it's like, yeah. I, I still have to wake up early and do a job interview for somebody. Right. Who ended up not working out anyway. So it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. I think being able to have peers to commiserate with is like extremely important just for like emotional health. Yes. I'm so, going to, I'm going to jump in here. I do. fully agree with you. And I think if we've learned anything coming out of this pandemic is that we need to support each other and be more of a community and all of that stuff. Especially in the small business sector. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm going to flip that around as a female business owner. Have you participated in any of the like women business boss bitches, whatever. What's with that tone? So yeah, one of my friends has invited me to Seattle girl bosses group Mm -hmm. and I'm in it, but I don't really participate much. Me and social media are really just our friends. That's why if you look at my Instagram, it's not really popping. So I'm not going to call out any specific group, but I am a <laughs> member of quite a few of them mm-hmm. because they they find me. And I think that there's a few that are out there that are really good, and it's about that sharing and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm completely dumbfounded because there are so many out there that are like, we're women bosses and we, you know, like the whole boss bitch thing that came out of whatever that show movie was. Yeah, was that movie. And then it's like a Facebook group of people being like, hey, guys, what's the best mascara? And I'm like, what is this? Like, this? there's tons of makeup groups for things. Like, yes. why are you doing this here? You're putting this whole thing backwards. Like, this is what everybody expects that we would do. It's almost, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, I'm only in that one in um I haven't really participated but when I flip through and see stuff it's they do it seems like they support you the last questions like if anybody knows anybody of this or they want to yeah. help somebody. So I, I just they are one of the better ones like the, for sure. Yeah, and that's only because one of my friends who um Sh- Sharon who owns Birchfield Cellar mm-hmm. and she's like you got to be a part of this so I she invited me I'm like Facebook is like the the one I do the least, like I look <laughs> at it like maybe once a week, and it really is just to flip through the first couple scrolls to see if like my cousins had kids and I don't know about it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so I'm like, thank you, and I'm like, and then I'll see something I'll read it. I'm like, oh, good job, and then I just keep moving on. Yeah, I just think with these groups that are being created, we need to think about intention and how we come together as a community and what we are doing for the group that we are. Yeah. And that's why I wanted it to be not a digital group. Yeah. And so it's like we get together somebody's house someplace, just do potluck, sit, eat, talk, vent. You didn't mention there was food. I oh, mean, there's always food. When it did. comes to me, oh. there is always food. Um yeah. Umeboshi. Yes, I 
the ume shoe with um, the ume plums that I picked up and then the yuzu marmalade slash tea. Yeah, I'm always making stuff. I'm always giving stuff away. Like my neighbor also has a small business and like um, he's always like, I always buy flowers from them, a little arrangements and then I always feed them too. I'm like, here's some more kaibi for you. I was like, I made some cream pancakes because I've been practicing this kimchi game for a long time. So much so that I can't eat anymore. I have so much to make stew with because it's gotten too old. So Do you need any plums? I'll take them. You've got a whole tree full out back. Oh yeah, no, I have so many ideas right now. <laughs> And I always give back to whoever gave me those things so they they see what I get. Like a friend of mine always gives me figs and like my mom eats them all, but the few that I have, I'll try to make something for them. And if she eats them all, then I'll give them the yuzu. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but yeah, so I'm thinking about that. So I'll reach out to you. We'll yeah. Do a potluck and then, yeah, just bring something and then we'll just eat. And for sure. I'll try to make makgeolli. I'll have to order something from James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chicken sandwiches, <laughs> bring, please. Yes. Just bring a bunch of chicken thighs. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you for the gifts. Oh my gosh. Like I, uh, it's definitely an industry that I am completely unfamiliar with. So it's a, yeah, I just grew up in it. So it's almost like, like second nature. Yeah. It's like, I've always been in it. I, when I was little, I used to climb the shelves where the shoes are like a monkey to the top and like swing and jump. So that's what we'll do in our field trip. Okay. I do that every time I go to a shoe store. (laughs) You guys totally can in the back. I've done it. Oh, in the back. We've been banished. Oh no. That's where all the shelves are. Oh, that's yeah, the, the stock. Are. Yeah, that's where I climb up on the, the shelves in the back where all the stock is, and I hang from like the two by fours that are hanging at the top. And yeah. you really want to set me loose in the back of a shoe store? Hey, you can see how the, the chaos that is her back room. <laughs> just uh, just make sure you grab me those New Balances, the gray ones, the old man dad shoes. Dad shoes. Yes, please. <laughs>